engineered, driven, created. listening to the Be Velocity podcast and this is episode number eight. I'm Sophie and I'm Deborah, your host and we'll be joined today with our guest Lizzie Whitmore. Hi guys. Hi. Hello. Izzy is a female motorcycle racer and she is a bundle of fun on wheels. You can tell just by her voice. It's great. (sighs) Welcome Lizzie. We are so happy, well, you. you can tell I'm happy to have you on our podcast. How are you and how are things and how's how's the upcoming season coming along? I'm absolutely splendid. I've been doing, I've been very excited to be a part of your podcast since I heard about it. Like a few months, I think it was two months back, maybe, maybe a bit, bit, bit further. But no, I'm really getting ready, getting excited, ready for round one in, well, it's next week now um oh. four days on track at brands hatch indie circuit never oh. been there before i'm very i was very lucky because i got a track day on thursday i uh, got dispensation from msv to be able to do the track day but no i'm really excited to get started on this year's racing and start learning even more than i already have could you tell us where this passion for bikes like all started because i'm literally buzzing to know so it was it was rather strange actually um it wasn't actually me that was meant to start this we went to watch at a local cart track well local cart track as i say um it was actually my dad was meant to start doing this and i wasn't i, I don't I, as i remember i I don't think I was very well and he said come on we'll go and go and have a look at this pit bikes race and I was like sounds a bit strange 12 year old girl not really knowing anything about motorbikes knowing what they are and how the system works but never really touching one um and I we went to watch and I was just stood there like this looks really fun it looks really cool and we ended up going back a t- two weeks later and he said right we'll come we'll go back and have another, another look and um we ended up coming away with a motorbike <laughs> whoops um yeah, set of levers, a motorbike. I already had a helmet because I used to pilly and ride with my dad. Um, and then Easter Sunday, four years ago, I rode my bike at Stretton Cart Circuit. Well, I, I did have a quick go. Didn't ver- It didn't end very well. Um, ended up with me on my backside and the bike on top of me and the broken throttle cable. Um, that was 12-year-old me wasn't, wasn't having a good time. That was lucky, <laughs> No, fourth gear flipped it. Um, and yeah... Four years ago, Easter Sunday, I started my racing journey very slowly, very painfully to the ears in first gear. And it bundled and bundled and bundled. And now I'm riding a bike that's is it maybe two times the size, three times the size on bigger circuits that I'd only dreamed of touching or walking on. Now I'm riding on them. But, yeah. Living the dream already. And you're not even Absolutely. probably at where you want to achieve yet, but you're already living the dream, which is which is great. I've got 
I've got a long way to go to where I want to be, but I'll get there eventually. I'm just going to butt in here and ask a question. What did your mum think when you turned up? Come on. I bet she wasn't impressed, was she? When we turned up home with news that we bought a bike? Yeah. Well, mm. <laughs> we had to, we did tell her before we got home. My dad had to sort out a few things money wise, and he just kind of she she she's very nervous around the whole subject. Mm. But she was shocked to say the least. But she supported it all the way. She didn't butt in and say no. This is not what a twelve year old girl should be doing. He said no. <laughs> let it let it take its course. We'll go and go and do that. Whatever. But no, she's very very calm about it. I guess. That's Aww, good. That's great. It, it's yeah. nice that she's supportive as well, calmly. Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't come and watch much because it's the the idea of it doesn't sit right with her. She's been to watch a few times, and whenever she has come to watch, she just doesn't feel right. It's always been me and my dad. I don't have any brothers and sisters, so I haven't had to take anybody else. It's always been me and my dad. Yeah, and we just like she also she also feels like it, it's better for us too because we've got our routines and the way that it works she'd honestly if she could she'd love to come and watch me but it's just she can't because it's so nerve-wracking for her she can't even sit in the van all day because it's what just did, she can't can't do it what did she say when you had that crash I saw on your Instagram you had a real bad crash where you've you went from cold start you got on the track then you slipped and then oh, you know, somebody God. went over your head and... God, I can't remember that. I'm not going to lie. I, I actually can't remember. The only <laughs> From the point A to point B, what I remember is I remember my dad putting it off the stand and starting it for me. And I got on and he pats me on the back every time I go out. That from that moment on, riding out of the pit lane to whatever happened, I just remember being sliding along the floor and just a, the biggest bang you'll ever hear. And then from that point, nothing. Well, there's a vivid memory. It's quite funny, actually. I'll get to that bit afterward. Um, and then I just remember being sat in the medic bay on a bed with a thing on my finger, like stand, sat there like that. I was just like, oh, well, OK. But, um, well, I used to wear glasses, but now I'm wearing contact lenses. So um, I was obviously I'd come off and my visor is broken on that helmet now and it flipped up and my glasses came out and I was just laying on the floor and I dragged myself from under the bike because I was trapped and I just looked around and I was on I obviously looking around on the floor everything was sideways and my mate came he was a photographer he came to the side of me and said Lissy I've got your glasses I was like <laughs> why have you got my glasses and then medic bay and that's all I remember from that obviously Nothing. that's the first priority you know not are you okay here's, here's your glasses <laughs> uh, it was it was like I didn't even I couldn't I can't I can't comprehend the fact that my glasses weren't in my helmet like what where have they gone why are they not on my face but no that <laughs> was a very day I was this was re that was really recent um I was I was 15 so it was before my birthday kind of last year um but she was in an interesting way when we got home um I came I hobbled through the door and she's like are you okay I was like I'm fine I'm living it having a banger of a time mum literally got knocked out yeah <laughs> splendid I still raced that day as well, but I did get, I got taken out on the 10th lap after starting <laughs> after that. But no, yeah, I had a banger. I saw that. I saw that you'd got going again. You still managed to race and then you got knocked out again. You no. had another crash. <laughs> unbelievable. So I was with Ross Turner, one of my best closest mates now. I hadn't really, I, that was the first time I met him that day. And as far as first impressions go, I think I made quite a, 
crazy one because after being knocked out, not really remembering what I was doing, he was meant to start the race. And I don't know if you know how Le Mans starts work. You're on one side and bike's on the other and you've got to run across. And I was meant to hold it. And he said, oh, I don't really know how I feel about running. I said, I'll do it. I'll run. I'll start. He was like, you got knocked out. I was like, here I be fine. He's just like, okay, I'm not too sure your dad's going to feel about it. So he held the bike. I started it 10 laps later. I got knocked off. And I just let, I couldn't pick the bike up or anything. And I just kind of hobbled back onto the track and I was watching him come round. I just stood there next to the bike. It was almost bang in the middle of the track. Couldn't move the bike or anything. So I just stood there with the bike like, gosh. This actually like leads on to a really good question that I've actually got. So out of your bike collection, which one would you say that's pushed you on the furthest or tested you mentally you know to push you to that limit to go further or it's push you to the limit where you think right okay you know I need to calm down a bit yeah there really is there, there is only two okay. and it isn't even big bikes well hmm, they've all got a really huge part to play in the way that I've developed but the two main bikes I'd say I can't say all of them. I've got to say at least one or two. I think the one, right, we'll put it into two. So the one where I think that has kind of made me step back sometimes and go, oh, hang on. Okay, right, chill, is my first bike, which is the IMR. I high-sided twice on that. Two weekend on the bounce. First weekend, high-sided going into second place. And then the weekend after on my recovery weekend, I was chasing Carl Ride and I high-sided again. Um, safe to say I wasn't having a good week. Um, but that one was kind of the one where I learned everything. So I built up to the next bike, which was the Bushi, which has taught me endless amounts. It's taught me how to bike. It, it's given me the confidence to be able to muscle a bike, to brake later, to u- utilise the brakes, to to pass people on the brakes. Um, and it's just given me, it, it gave me so much confidence with the bike. But then going on to bigger bikes, it was a completely different kettle of fish because they both then taught me more 390 taught me how to ride a, a big bike full stop you know what i mean it was it, it that's that's really hard because i'm still learning everything at the same time but i think it would be the the main two would be the two starter bikes that i ever rode but yeah oh. um, could you tell us about the bike you've got now which one <laughs> i've got two how many have you got (laughs) at the minute i do have two that are my race bike one of them's an endurance bike and the other one's my race race bike the race race bike's the main one so we're gonna i guess we'll just yeah that one can be in the limelight um so what i've got now is a um it's a yamaha 2019 r3 and at one point in time i was the only person riding one in the uk on track um it's 321 cc and it has 47 brake horsepower or horsepower um it's very very comfortable to sit on because you're quite you're not stretched out too much and you're not too like up in the air because some bikes you rather you sit on top of them rather than in the bike in it with this one you're kind of in the middle you're not on top of it but you're not in it yeah um it's really comfortable to ride it's quite easy to handle and to muscle around and it just looks really good like the way that it it looks compared to like the r6 and the r1 it's it's just a mini r1 it looks really nice oh it is it's a very it's yeah very nice bike to ride very very tame i guess for your first 
race bike as it was. <laughs> so can you tell me I'm a newbie to sort of the bike world so what's the difference between sort of a race bike and an endurance bike it might be a completely stupid question but I'm interested no no that's well they're, they're really they're kind of they're, they're both race bikes but the endurance bike it needs to it's only it's only a CPR 125 road bike really it's nothing special we just abuse it because it's not really meant to race at all it's a road engine um but really you, you just it needs to be able to go for a long period of time i mean the longest race this year is going to be the 24 hour race we are doing a 24 hour race on road bikes you heard it exactly exactly how it is is this like an exclusive Hmm. exclusive not to everybody but it's it is going to think it will be a one-off for the club i don't (laughs) think a lot of people are going to want to do it again (laughs) but it's the way that they like obviously they need to have lights on them back and front they need to be able to go for long periods of time need to have quick refueling quick transponder change um it's little things really like if we really really wanted to we could make my r3 into an endurance bike but it just that amount of, of hours on an engine at one time i mean i think the longest thing we've done on the, the 125 is six hours um not straight we had we did have to pause in the middle because of the track rules but it would have been six hours straight for the poor bike with refuels and stuff like that. But it's just it's just little, only little kind of things that you need to yeah. add to yeah. a bike to make it an endurance bike. Okay, that makes perfect sense. Thank you very much. Well explained. You should be a, a YouTuber if you're not already. <laughs> I, I am a YouTuber. It's oh, going. I know. Going, I know. I knew you were going to say that. Go on, give mm. us a plug. What's your YouTube channel? Plug. My my YouTube channel is Lissy Whitmore Rides. It's very quiet at the minute because we haven't had anything to film, but there is a lot coming at the minute. I think I've got two videos in editing at the minute because I've just not had time to post them. But no, Lissy Whitmore Rides. Okay, guys, you heard it here. Go mm-hmm. check it out before she gets on track next week and then you can get all the latest from... Uh... Her journey. I'm just going to rewind a little bit. Talk to us about your first ever championship um, that you competed in. So the first championship I ever competed in was... It's a, it's close to home the way that it now the way yeah. that it was was back then it was called British Mini Bikes originally it's now like Rich Energy British Mini Bikes um I was on my IMR and I was in wearing my bib and stuff like that and in that year I think it was one of the best years of my life because it was one of it was the year that made not made me but it spurred me on quite a bit hmm. um really quite a lot that season um it was it was such a friendly environment as well that's another big part of a championship it's not just the way that you ride your bike and the people that you ride your bike with it's the people when you get off track that you've got around you like we had brake failure around one for my first round i fell off in front of milky quail which was my 12 year old self going oh my god you just fell off in front of milky quail oh my god <laughs> um he picked me up from that crash, which is quite, and I'm friends with his son now, which is really something really surreal that if I wasn't in this world, I would think, oh my God. Um, but we had brake failure on the first, first, first day. And we didn't, we came in and somebody came over, is she all right? What happened? Brake failure. Oh, I reckon a sec. About 10 minutes later, they came back with a full brake system for my bike. And I was like, whoa, okay. And my dad was trying to fit it and he was having trouble. And he, and, and these two guys came over, I was like, don't worry, we'll do it. Fixed it. I was like, excuse me. We didn't, we just stood there and we were like, huh, okay. Um, oh, who was that then? Who had 
helped you? It was Matt Pierce and uh, Richard Jones, which is Chloe Jones' dad, helped us. Um, but they were first two. I think Milky did help a bit as well. I think it's Richard's real name actually. Um, but no, we had the the first the first year was definitely blood sweat, blood sweat and tears. M- most tears. Um, we went to. I think I think it was in the first year we went places that unbelievable, unbelievable. But no, we had a really good year first year ever riding really good that's it and it's just blossomed on since blossomed absolutely blossomed God. Now, um, race number. Has it been the same since you started or has it changed? Yeah, never changed. We The deciding of it, it was round in circles. But once we picked it and we set it, that was it. Never changed. Never changed. And is is that number got any connection to you or if it, or is it a case of um, that number was there and you wanted it? It has two connections. So uh, my it's part of kind of my birthday, I guess, but it's not really. We noticed it after we picked. But the the main reason is was my mine, my dad's Valentino Rossi's race hero, which is Kevin Schwantz. Yes. So that was one of that was the first reason. Um, but the second reason is about maybe the year after we picked it, we realised that it was my birthday's on the third of November two thousand and four. So it was like the third, miss out the eleven, four. <laughs> So it was it was quite a odd way of thinking about it, but no, it was it, it was mainly Kevin Schwantz was the reason. So you were born in two thousand and four. Yeah. Wow, that makes me feel really old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, honestly, I I shouldn't feel this old. I I feel old at the minute. Well, <laughs> I do. I've, I've got ten years on Sophie, so yeah, I'm the oldie <laughs> in the room. But hey ho. <laughs> I was going to say I do feel like you're a. Um, a wise head on young shoulders. That's the nah. vibe I'm getting from you. Yeah, I've been told that multiple times, and it's it's really odd. All of my friends are older than me. Like I'm not I'm not going by like two or three years. I'm saying my best mate is 23 years old. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Um, my my late best mate was 25. Um. All of my, all of my friends are in the twenties, which is like, <laughs> um, but no, it, I I very much think of myself as somebody who's an older person in a sixteen year old's physique and body and mind. Like, well, not mind, but the the object, but mind, but face and body. I'm sixteen, <laughs> my mind is twenty. <laughs> yeah, I've I've been told that too. So it's not a bad way to be, no. especially especially in motorsport when you need to be on on the ball. So it's not a bad yeah, way to be. Absolutely, I'd I'd say really that's the reason I am like the way I am because I've been brought up around racing as well my dad used to work in BSB and like year, kind of the years after I was born years before I was born he worked in BSB so I'd been around bike paddocks or car paddocks or something like that so I wasn't away from motorsport um, I always used to go to club racing so I'd always see the club racing and stuff like that but it, that's the really the way I am because of it's because of motorsport so speaking of motorsport let's talk about your plans for this year what have you got going on apart from so, starting next week <laughs> <laughs> apart from starting next week we're really sticking to the main the main big bike club um because I haven't got a little bike to race anymore main big bike club um NG or North Gloucester road racing um and we're gonna jump in at some i think we've got three thunder sports that we're planning to do um as other possibilities but i won't throw them out there until they're confirmed um 
But no, we're mainly sticking with NG, Thunder Sport. And then again this year, I was really lucky and I'm back on the, um, what should I call it? Back on the programme for um, UK Club Sport. I'm another. I'm a columnist again this year. Um, and hopefully I'm going to have an, a, an endurance team on the 125 with... Good old Dom Herbertson, um, Aaron, Aaron League, I think it's, that's how you pronounce his name, I don't know. Aaron League. I think Harry Payne might be coming, sidecar rider, um, as and as well as some other people, I'm sure, along the way. So do you think that luck is a little bit to do with your sponsors? Do you, how is the sponsor side of thing going? Actually, really, we've been, we've had some of the most amazing people come through, and it's all through Twitter. If I move my head, it's got my hoodie behind me, um, and it's all of them have come through twitter or we know them personally um but we've had wga construction the most amazing sponsor ever has, has come through and he's plowed into into so so much um as well as um my best friend's family actually i go to i do army cadets as well you see so i know other people and do other stuff um my best friend Anwin, her family plow every like any support they can give us as well um real roads uk jeff fitchett i'll go forward um verve who who prepared our website we have a website um tamworth yamaha uh pearson racing um who else is on the hoodie uh, uh mb5 training which is really lovely really lovely um who else i've so many oh, so gosh. Many. there's better there's better problems no nicer problems to have is that you've got a lot of sponsors and you can't you know you can't list them all because you've got so many. honestly i was so lucky in That's what i've great. got like to have this many people like come forward and give me this support if i could if i could give people what i have at the races i'd give it them in a heartbeat because to have this amount of support it's unbelievable absolutely unbelievable but now i've got a lot of people a lot of people behind me for this year i've noticed the amount of people that have been wearing your hoodie and posting it <laughs> and it's we had one in canada it's brilliant it's really brilliant you know you could do a calendar why not i could no i could have a cal- calendar I mean, I've got a hat here. This is my white one. I've got a, a white one and then a black and grey one. I'm not sure where that is. I think my dad's got that one. Um, but it's all camo themed. Fits in with my army cadets and my... I was expecting a bobble hat then, not a really cool little baseball oh, hat. We haven't managed to get our hands on a bobble hat that we'd be able to get our logos and stuff onto it. But in due time, we will have a bobble hat. I promise. I promise. I'm going to ask you about your army cadets in a bit because I'm I'm generally quite interested. Um, I've got sort of personal links to the army and it's something that I'm really passionate about as well as motorsports I'm going to ask you in a second but um first of all wanted to sort of help you out and sort of throw out the thoughts for any sponsors out there have you still got some opportunities on your long list yes we do we have obviously if anyone wants to sponsor us they can get in contact in contact via our website which is I have to remember it's Lissy, I think it's Lissy Whitmore Racing.co.uk. Um, if not, it's some it through any of our social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, TikTok, um, Twitter, I think I've already said Twitter, but any of them, or you can write me an email, me an email, or Whitmore34Lissy, or my dad, or just go through my racing email. One of us will get I'll get there. Um, all through Club 34, which is something a few people have set up. Um, but you use your race number and it's really lucky if you've got a really high race number, but at the same time, really lucky if you've got a low one because you get more people. Um, Club 34, you donate £34 to me 
one-off payment, that's it. You get sent um, some stickers, some Lissy 34 stickers. You get sent um, you get sent a little photo that I've signed saying thank you and with my autograph on it. Um, a wristband or as many wristbands as you need. Um, if you then come through as a main sponsor, you get our special sticker, which I won't reveal because it is extremely special. And there is a backstory that I will I will explain. Um, and then you get email updates that with news that you will never get on social media that you'll never get through my youtube and you'll probably never get ever you get exclusive information wow that doesn't anybody else so where does i mean this sounds amazing and completely outside the box i've never heard of anything like this before where who's the brains behind it was this your idea this was my dad found it through one of my other mates who started it so it kind of ricocheted and people took the idea from us and started it just went to everybody but this my dad found this and I he mentioned it to me and I thought I was all the clogs were going in my head I was like that's actually a good idea because if you think about it 34 pounds it's it's a lot of money but it's not a lot of money (laughs) compared to a pair of tyres or a race weekend or BSB entry fees or something like that it's one percent compared to that but I have a genuine question we've personally been talking just tell everyone how much just tires cost on oh, the right. my last pair dis at discount were 400 and something pounds was that each was that oh no was that two pairs dad just shouted two pairs for 400 and something pounds wow um at discount so and how quickly was... do you go through those Ooh, i think my front tire we 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 hang on to them as long as we can <laughs> um <laughs> My front tire's done a fair few. I think it's done, it's done a race meeting. Yes, it has, because I changed them. Um, It's done a race meeting. Oh, another one after that, I think. It, it, it's about a pair a month, yeah, from the voice in the corner. <laughs> um, but we've hung on to that front tire, I forgot. Yeah, he's he's outside and <laughs> bring info for me. Um, no, it's about wow. a pair a month. It's great. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, interest very interesting for me that's um i come from a world of drifting so we go through a pair of tires every 10 minutes so (laughs) not as expensive not as expensive as your ones um so you've sort of told us a little bit about it already but um you know clearly you get you, you're a cadet in your spare time so really interested to know how long you've been a cadet for and have you got any plans to go into the army or is it just something temporary because I thought maybe it'd be really great for you if you could go into the army then you could do motorsport for the British army which would be an incredible opportunity yeah I mean I've been in the cadets now I think it's coming up to three years um in the beginning it was something just to so that I can say I do something else rather than oh, I race motorbike um and then as I got into it, I finished my basic, my one star, and I'm on to my two star now because of COVID, everything got put on hold. Um, in lockdown, I've just been, I've been looking at, well, I'm coming to the end of education, my secondary education now. So I'm kind of thinking of ways that, that I'm going to be able to get a good source of income for racing. Um, and the army at the start of lockdown didn't pop into my head. But in the recent weeks, it has been something that has become of interest. Um, my granddad was a um some it's, he was a he was a tanky and being now that that them sort of roles have opened up to females i just thought do i go and be a tanky <laughs> oh that looks appealing um and i was meant to go away next year in march but i decided that for the better of my racing 
and for the better of having to live out my childhood and things like that um I'm gonna put it on hold for a little bit until I've either finished what I'm doing here when I've got into a position where it's not so crucial to me racing that I that I if I get shipped over way to Yemen I don't have to helicopter in or something um but I've put it on the army career is on hold until a suitable stage in my life yeah that's a very smart decision because um you don't control your own life when you're in the armed forces whatsoever so it would be it, it's, it's a very good idea to sort of put it on hold until you've got to a point where you know you've progressed enough that you can put the bikes on hold and then get to a stage in the army if, if that's what you choose that you can then say right I want to race for the armed forces yeah. and just yeah and then combine the two I think that's a good I mean decision. I've I've already I've got links in the team anyway I've been in I've I've spanned well not spanned I changed the tire warmers for them um when I was with at the no limits ladies race at Cadwell last year um I met Ian and Martin and I only know him as Sweeney at the minute I don't know his first name um but that was the name he kept being called so I was like <laughs> your name's Sweeney now um that's that's just so typical army that is you're not a first name you're a second name, <laughs> second, name second name I'm always Whitmore whenever I'm yeah. anybody anybody nice. before they knew my first name we had it we actually did something um on my basic camp where you guessed someone's first name if you didn't know it already you guessed um but now I've already got links within the team where I'm friends with people in the team and I've talked to them about and they've said look if you're going to come in we are going to back you 100% because not only at this point I'd be the only female in the team I'd also be the youngest ever as well as the youngest ever female in the team so it'd be something I'd be making history as well as continuing my life yeah sounds sounds great so that's your sort of are you thinking that's the way you're going to lean career-wise eventually I think I will I think it was written in the stars if I'm honest this whole biking and army was written in the stars for me yeah that's um, that's amazing that is that's yeah that's great we have to keep us posted if you do actually join up no absolutely will I mean it'll be a bit of a sheer away from the actual course I'm taking because I I actually got in to my my local college um and I'm taking a extended diploma level three in animal care and management which is like (laughs) (laughs) but I've all I thought I don't know we'll see what happens we'll just see what happens god knows what'll happen um dog handler in the army just saying I did that, look into yeah, that that's something I looked at as well that's so strange it's... I can't believe that Lizzie I I my three loves are motorsport animals and, and the armed forces that is so funny that's really I, yeah I looked into it and I looked at, uh, really far into it um and after being in contact with people in the cadets that had either signed up or been it was a two-year waiting list which I can't afford to do it's something I just can't um equestrian healthcare is something I wanted to do or just healthcare in general it does mean me going to university which does mean race fund has to be spent on uni um don't think I'm really prepared to do that um but in the future, we'll see maybe um, well, I, if it wasn't army, I watched the Tiger King over again last week <laughs> and it just made me want to give a line a hug. So, I mean, who knows what will happen? Um, but no. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. I've got a question. Um, Go on. You touched on it and I knew about it. Tell us about this charity bike event you've done because it was just all girls, wasn't it? Ah, yes. So the first year was 2019. And at that point in time, until last year, it was the biggest gathering of racing females ever. 
there was oh, I can't remember how many. There was over twenty, well over twenty of us. There was about is 40. that in the wide biking world? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, but it there was a, well at least forty of us uh, on the grid at Donington, and then again this year I think there was forty to fifty of us last year. Um, it's just there was some people that actually did their ACU just so they could do that one race, and that was it. Um, I mean you've never met a bunch of crazy people. <clears throat> There's ne- there's never there's no ne- there's no sort of group of people that are crazier that can compare to that to what what we witnessed then two years it was absolutely I'm surprised somebody didn't get hurt <laughs> I mean I won't tell that story that I that I really really want to because there's oh god it was a weekend last year it was a very odd weekend um somebody almost died on a moped in the paddock <laughs> one of us girls almost died on a moped in the paddock um I also rode said moped in the paddock um i was was, it wasn't me i did i did have to rob a moped at some point because this is this this is the story it's a real i'll make it quick because it's quite long um i was down in the paddock at cadwell Uh, of course you don't know if you know the the way it is there but the paddock is beautiful there brilliant track yes but i was in the pit lane of cadwell so i was in the track and at that night i well that day i'd been riding and doing stuff like that and i went down i was in my all my army uniform and i was working down there with them and next thing you know i'm out there doing a photo shoot with the guys helping them pack up and valentina comes down i don't know if you've heard of valentina if you have God save your soul. Um, Valentina Tremolati comes down on her on, on a robbed moped, not literally robbed. She didn't rob this moped. Um, on a moped of a friend of hers to come and get me. I don't know if you've ever been, but this pit, the this the hill down is yes. literally like that. Yeah, it is a steep slope. And she yes. rode through the the out circuit, out bit of the the paddock yeah. onto the circuit, down that hill into the pit lane. Gave me the moped, and I rode all the way up that hill through the in out bit I cut through the mountain up through the paddock and I was on the grass at the top of the paddock I rode at about 40 uh, push through the paddock I got back into my levers I had no undergear on whatsoever I was just in like my shorts like I was wearing under my cadets my sports bra with my levers on I put my helmet gloves boots on I got back on the moped and I pelted it back down to the mountain I almost dropped I actually I grabbed one of the army guys that was up in the paddock that wasn't packing away put him on the back of the moped that didn't have a seat we rode down to the mountain propped this up we were in a photo shoot I was the the only one with my helmet on did the photo shoot rode back up got into my um normal clothes and then collapsed for about two hours because that just took it out of me completely <laughs> i was gonna have a heart attack it was death defying what happened but no that was you get some crazy people there i think <laughs> bottom line wow we better wind down now after that story so um <laughs> one more thing before we sign off for the night it's playlist time now, every week we asked our guests for a song choice to put into our driver playlist on Spotify. I can see your brain working. So if you had to pick any song to listen to while you're riding or before a race, which song would it be and why? Oh, I know exactly what song I've got to pick. And there's somebody who will listen to this will go, oh my God, yes. Um, so it's Life is a Highway. Um, it's in the Cars movie. I'm not quite sure how, who it's by. It's Life is a Highway. Um, is and it the reason it's uh, Rascals Fliat? Fliat? 
or something like yes. that. Yes, that must yep. be it. Yeah, that must be it. Yeah. And the reason well, is, is because Cars is my favourite Disney movie. Do you know what? It's mine too. And I'm like 35. See? I don't care. <laughs> the reason is it's because it's one of my partner's favourite songs to listen Aww. to together. Ah, oh, that's so sweet. And it's it's like life is a highway. It's got roads in it, and it, it's really it's really nice. I always like that song. Ah, oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have. To, I don't think I've listened to that. So it's 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 not really a country song, but it's really it's a really good song. Really good. <laughs> well, it's on. It's on there now. I found it, and it's out. <laughs> nice one. There we go. No messing with me. Boom on. Like for love. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Wow. <sighs> Izzy, thank you so much for agreeing to come on. You've been bloody brilliant. I don't know if that's my word or not. Um, but no, you've been absolutely fantastic. And you know what? It's been a pleasure having you on. Sophie, Thanks, are you me. are you converted a little bit more? I'm slowly getting there. I'm getting, I'm, I think I need to. I think I need to just be in the thick of it. I need to just you know. I need to be <clears throat> cough cough. Uh, I need to be in someone's paddock and experience it and get to grips with it and hear them. There's tickets here if you want them. <laughs> oh, Deborah's going to be so jealous. <laughs> no, both of you come along whenever you want. We've got we we'll have tickets. I'll be able to get spares because I managed to bra- blag some tickets out of a few people with a few cakes. So <laughs> I'll be able to get tickets whenever you want them. Oh, we'll have to have a B Velocity road trip. <laughs> plan. Sounds oh, like a plan to you. Thank you. Well, yeah, it's been amazing to have you, and we'll keep an eye on your progress throughout the year and definitely next week especially thank you very much thank you for having me it's been an absolute pleasure you're welcome see you later see ya for the rest of your evening Bye. bye wow how inspiring is lizzie another young talented lady to keep your eyes on i'm definitely watching her she has the right attitude to go far this one However, feel free to send us a message if you have any questions for her, and I'm sure she will not hesitate to come back on again. As always, if you want to show some love for our podcast, feel free to like and subscribe. Thanks for listening to the Be Velocity podcast. Stay tuned for next week's thrilling episode. If you know someone who would like to get involved in building our global community, or you'd like to get involved yourself, then you know where we are. Get involved. Get involved. Bye. Bye, Deborah. Bye. Right, see you later, Sophie. I'm whizzing off like a bit of velocity. <laughs> Engineered. Driven. Created. Velocity. 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 Velocity.